106.5 FM, KCAA Loma Linda. Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Whether you're listening to us on KCAA, our NBC affiliate out in California, or watching our podcast on one of our many platforms, we want to appreciate. We really appreciate you, and thank you for watching. Um, today we got a fun show. We've been trying to do this show for a while, and I can't wait for everybody. Most of y'all already know the guy, but it's going to be fun to talk to him for about an hour and. He's one of the greatest bullfighters ever, especially in the PBR. He's fought bulls at the highest levels of the National Finals Rodeo and the PBR World Finals. And he has a cool name called Fearless Frank. I want to welcome Frank Newsom to the show. And, and Frank, thanks so much for being on. Hey, you're welcome, Scott. Thanks for having me. Just glad to be here. Absolutely, man. It's going to be fun. So, uh, heck, I don't even know where to start. So, I, I guess from the beginning. So, um so your career, it took off so quickly being a bullfighter. How did you start? Was What was one thing that said, hey, I'm going to be a bullfighter and one well, of the greatest? I, uh, well, I grew up working, you know, working on ranches with my dad, day working, uh, showing cattle, uh, playing football, you know, in, in school. And then I went to work for a guy in high school that rode bulls, Jay, Jay Cochran, and some of the other guys they were older than me but um were riding bulls and so like we would practice i wanted to ride bulls and i was terrible at it and i mean really i was but uh, we would trade off saving each other and it just wasn't long where i knew that was my spot you know like and one day it just kind of clicked and it was like i'm gonna devote that's me right there that's my spot and i just went to work at it real hard just uh you know, just just going at it hard, like like I, you know, like I really wanted it, and, and I had a lot of success early on. I think, you know, and I know I did. Well, man, Frank, I love that. I love that you like the sport, and you like sports in general. But you said, okay, bull riding, maybe not, but saving lives is is where I am. My my goal, my niche. And well, I love like, how you find yourself. Really, I really wanted to ride bulls. Like I really wanted it, but I was right. terrible at it. You know, I mean, I just didn't have, I had all the try, you know, I didn't, it wasn't like I was afraid and jumping off or nothing like that. I just really didn't have any talent. Right. At it. And, uh, but I, but the bull, like the saving, like I had that knack and kind of that, that little knack for knowing when to get there and wanting to get in there, you know, and, right. uh, you know, a lot of the other guys would try to save, but they couldn't get all the way in there to really save. But they were good at riding. And so, you know, I could get all the way in there and really, really save and do the job, you know. And I just knew that was my spot. Man, I love that, how you just waited till you found your spot. And then you just uh, exceeded in it so so fast, you know, and your career just took off once you found your niche. Well, now, I, I know there's a lot of guys, too, that are glad you did. Yeah. Well, and... I know, like, growing up around all the good men I got to grow up around and the good cowboys, and they, they took time to teach me stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, show me stuff. And and then the good football coaches I got to be around that taught me how to work hard. And in other words, I think all that kind of gave me an edge in the arena, you know. And uh, I always knew that I could show up in shape. I could, you know what I mean? I could control that part. And and that's and I try to pass that on to the young guys now. It's like while you're learning, you know, at least one thing you can control is showing up in shape and showing up ready, you know. And and uh, I don't know. I just I just had a lot of success early on, and, and uh, it turned out all right. Hey, I love that. You know, and so playing sports in high school and and in school playing football. So you were working out, you know, your different workouts. Did you change your workouts when you went to be, become more on the in the arena with the Bulls, or did you kind of stay the same? No, like it. I think I can look back now and I can see how I've constantly just kind of, you know, changed it to where it was really just for bullfighting, you know. And uh, I think I think the one thing I learned 
playing, I had some really good coaches that, that really worked as hard, you know, and it taught me what the hard work, you know, pushing yourself that hard, how much good comes out of it, you know, and, and like, you know, you, you know, you can push yourself to that spot where your body's like, man, we better quit. Or you can push through that. And that's when you really find, you know, find how far you can really go, you know? I love that. I you know, love it just kind of carries over into it carries over. And that's the hard thing to get these young guys to learn now is, you know, don't just push it a little bit, you know, try to, try to really challenge yourself, you know, and, and, and see, it'll carry over into the arena. You know, See, I love that. I love that yeah. pushing past where you feel comfortable because every night in the arena, you put yourself in that position. So all of that training, all those days of training paid off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so so you were talking about some of your influences growing up and some of the cowboys and ranchers you grew up around. You have a story or two maybe that you can share that um, maybe helped turn you into one of the greatest. Well, like there was one guy I grew up around like, and he was pretty hard. Like he was a good cowboy. He could. There wasn't nothing he couldn't get done. But like, it wasn't like a suggestion. If he said go do something, like you better go get it done. You know. And <laughs> I think back to I was really young and like some of the things, you know, situations I had to be in, and like the just the animal part of it was scary. But. Right. I was more afraid of him than I was the animal. I was was more afraid of letting him down or what was going to happen if I, if I didn't hold that gate or if I, you know, we had, we were all time breaking show cattle and, you know, if I, or a horse, you know, or if you let a horse go, like it wasn't okay. Like you didn't let go. Yeah. Fear is a great motivator, isn't it? (laughs) I was, I, I remember getting drug and getting through hard situations but being more afraid of him than I was what might happen to me, you know? And, and just looking back on that, like, I think it taught me how to deal with that, you know, that fear in the moments, you know, and deal with it, you know? And, and so like, you know, looking back, you know, I, you know, maybe in the moment I didn't really like that guy. Those days where I was mad at that guy, but it was, he played a big part, you know? And, uh, just getting me where I could, you know, be in them situations with them animals and, and 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 be a real bad situation, but still keep my cool and work through it, you know. It's amazing, you know, when you're working with youth and, and interns and younger bull riders and bullfighters like you do, you never know who you're going to influence and how it's going to shape their career. And what he did those years ago made you – at, at the top of the game for so long, saving other people's lives because of what he taught you on the ranch. I think yeah, that's just we, so cool. Like in the moment, we were just trying to get a job done. And yeah. like, it was just me and him a lot of times. And and uh, and he was trying to make me into something, you know, but right. obviously there was a lot of days where he, you know, his methods were pretty rough, you know, and, and uh, probably wouldn't go real well and, society you know or whatever but but anyways you know like i i can look back now and i can be like you know that that probably helped me a lot more than i think it did you know isn't that funny isn't that funny um so so um so cowboying and all was was probably great but playing football what position did you play man my senior year they moved me uh I, i was running back all the way up through through school and then my senior year we got two uh, a new running back in, and he was really good. And we were needing help on the line, so coach was like, "Man, I need you to move the line." And I was like, "Oh, you know, all right, you know, whatever <laughs> we need to do." Because we we were dead set on having a winning season that year, and and as a group, we all committed. Did I mean we worked our butts off, you know, all through the off season. And so I I I committed to that. I ended up being center, you know, and. And uh, ended up being all area center, you know. And a wow. Area, you know, yeah, I mean, I committed to it and I worked hard at it, you know. And and we had a win season. We had a good team that senior year. You know? My favorite was defense, though. So I was inside linebacker. And, man, I love playing defense. So, 
That's cool, man. That, I love the fact that you were just whatever it is for the team and your whole team rallied around that to win. You know? Well, and that, that was kind of the, I knew, I knew the, what the coach was doing. Like we knew that it was going to work. And so we were, we were just whatever it took to win that year. I know? love that. Yeah. I love that. So. It, it kind of, that kind of goes back to the cowboy code and the ranching code, you know, just whatever it takes to get the job done and successfully. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I remember that. one time we were catching some cows and I was pretty young, but I had to, uh, it was a really wild set of cows that got away from a, a bunch, you know? So we set this trap up in this bunch of trees and, you know, and so I had to sit in there and hold this rope and wait and wait and wait. And, <laughs> you know, my job was to shut the gate, you know, and right. golly, you know, of course I wasn't very old and. You know, like there was some time when you're like, man, I just want to move or I want to get up and go do something. Yeah. And you're like, no, because about the time I move, they're going to, you know, I'm going to, they're going to, them cows are going to be coming and I'm going to mess the deal up. So you had to just, whatever your job was that day, you had to do it. It that You know, that's so hard to do. And I think that's what, you know, we owe to the generations before us and to the livestock. You know, they teach us patience. You know, oh, yeah. being a young guy sitting there waiting on the cows and, you know, the excitement's coming, it's hard just to sit and wait. That's yep. a tough ask. Yeah. Well, and back then, you know, like, you knew what was coming if you didn't, too. You know, you're down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you screw that yeah. deal up. Yeah. You, you mess it up and you're going to get it. So. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's easier just to sit there and wait for yeah. sure. Yeah, but you know, one one mistake, you know, it, you can turn the cows back, or somebody can get hurt, you know, and oh, yeah. and I, I think you know, once again, that probably helped, you know, with what you did with your career. You know, you had to wait until the exact right moment to go in and save somebody. Oh yeah, and just being around cattle and being around them good cowboys that mm. that taught you, you know, just like sorting cattle and letting them walk by you and being smooth and not not messing things up, you know. It, it just teaches you how to move in that arena and just know where the animals are and know where you need to be, you know. And a lot of them young bullfighters, I'm like, if y'all want to really get a job, go get a job at a sale barn. You yeah. know, and you're around yeah. cattle all, the, all day long, and you're just trying to figure out the easiest way to get them, get them moved, yeah. you know. And, and uh, I, I just know, like, in watching Cody Webster, you know, like, he got to grow up around me, and we got to – work a lot of cattle when he was young and my oldest son and uh you know and me passing on to them what was what was taught to me and you know what i mean it gives them an edge in that arena it gives them an edge absolutely the other guy that maybe has a lot of talent but really doesn't know that much about animals you know so absolutely absolutely well i think that's why your clinics are so important too and we'll talk a little bit well heck let's just talk about them now so and then we'll yeah. go into some stories. But as far as your clinics, let's talk about that. Um, so people can go train with you and, and get that firsthand knowledge. Right. Yeah. And like, uh, I think actually we're trying to get it set up for in October, me and Cody to put on a school together at wow. Rex Dunn's place, which is Coyote and Jace Dunn, his boys. They're at, uh, Warwick, Oklahoma, and that's, you know, Rex is the guy that probably taught me the most about fighting bulls, you wow. know, and, and he was one of the greats, you know, and um, he passed on so much knowledge and just got, I was able to get in front of so many bulls with him and, and learn so much, you know, and, and a lot of our school, a lot of the things that we teach, the fundamentals we teach are stuff that, that he taught way back then. And, you know, we kind of put our own, you know, things that we've put put together with it. But you can trace it all the way back to his his schools that he did forever, you know. And and uh, I, just, I just think that's really cool. Absolutely. It's really cool that you uh, do the clinics, too, to help people train with you and get to learn. You know, that generate what you've learned and you passed it on. So how if somebody's listening or watching today on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show and they say, hey, I want to go take a, a clinic with Frank, how would they find you? Well, I can probably give you like, I, I usually like just have them call me 
okay. I, I'm not afraid to give out my phone number to them young guys. You know, like if I know if I know there's a guy that really wants wants to do it, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, call me. We'll get this. See, that's so out. awesome. You know, but see, that's so great. You know, there's to have of, that. A lot of young guys that call me all the time, and you know, like send me this video. Hey, what do you think about this one deal here? Like, well, let's see here. If you'd have tried, you know, you weren't you weren't focused in right here, you know, or you hesitated right here, you know, and you know what I mean. We can try to help them help them that way too. That's so awesome, Frank. Man, that, that, to give kids or the youth that kind of access to you is just incredible. Well, and, and um, as far as for this school coming up, uh, outside of giving giving you my phone number, I don't really have anything set up right now. Uh, I think Cody. Cody is still trying to get that set up to where, you know, we can have the guys send in their applications and all that. So that's awesome. And once we get the flyer, we'll share it on all our social media too, so they can find you for sure. Uh, and uh, it's such a great thing you're doing for the industry. And and when we come back from break, we're going to talk about maybe the first arena or the first bull you ever fought and and get some stories and 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 go through the timeline. So it ought to be fun. So we'll be right back with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Uh, Scott will be right back with more. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Hello, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I want to tell you about a product I've tried and I love and I feel the Cowboy Entrepreneur audience will as well. It's Rebellious Infusions. Rebellious Infusions, there are little packets of flavor. And you know, it gets hot in South Texas, over 100 degrees every day. And I like my water, but it's water. So I use these infusions, put them in my water. It makes it cold. It's great flavor, zero sugar, zero calories. It's pure energy infusions, Rebellious Infusions. Go to drinkrebellious.com or on all social media platforms, Drink Rebellious. Hi, and welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen, with the legendary, one of the greatest bullfighters of all time, Frank Newsom. Frank, um, we were just talking a little bit about your clinics. So, so let's go in the way back machine. Do you remember your first bull that you ever fought? You were like, I'm going to fight a bull. Well, like, I do kind of. Um, Mac, Mac Yolkum down in Glen Rose, Texas, had a, when I first started, Fighting bulls, that's that was the first place I went. And Jay Cochran would haul me down there and and uh, we would either be getting on bulls and fighting bulls, just doing it all, you know. And Mac had a pretty good set of bulls. And he had a lot of the old brindle, scary, big horns. Yeah. You know, and but he had this one little black muley. And like he wasn't even that big, he, he wasn't scary looking. But that little dude run me over so many times. Like, <laughs> it was just crazy how many times he run over me. It got to where when he'd come in the shoot, 
I just knew it was coming. Like, I, like, it, it was kind of like the rancher you talked about earlier. You yeah. just knew it was coming. Like, I just knew. I mean, I knew it was <laughs> and the first time he ran over me, of course, I grew up watching bulls tear up stuff and having all the grown men tell me how, you know, be careful how dangerous it is and knowing how dangerous it is by seeing them, all the wreckage they've done. Well, I just remember the first time he ran over me, I just thought I was going to die, you know. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, heck, I didn't die. You know, that wasn't so bad, you know. And, uh, of course, everybody was like, hey, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, hey, let's go again, you know. But that little bull, it's just crazy how that little bull, every time he'd come in, like I deal with all these other big bulls, but that little bull would come in, I just knew. I was like, it's, here it comes, <laughs> you know. And then finally one day I just, buried down and I just kept working on my game and and one day I finally got around him and just really did good with him and I was just like yes 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 and everybody was like what's the big deal he's just a little black mealy you know and you know I was like you don't understand you know and, but looking back all the way through my career you know there was always them bulls there's that one or bull, one or two bulls that you run into that would test you, you know, and, and maybe hit you just a little harder than the rest of them, or they were just a little bit faster, you know, and something that would get in your mind and it would, it would make you want to either step up to another level or it would kind of jack with you. And, you know, and like Rex Dunn, he always told me, he said, a bull is just a bull. He's as bad as you let him be, you know, and that's that's what he meant by that was, you know, that bull, that's the bull that made me better. You know, all them other bulls were, were good and they're hard to deal with. But that one bull is the one that made me dig in and and work on my game and improve my game and go to another level, you know. And so looking back all through, them, all through my career, all them bulls, you know, whatever time period it was, them bulls are the ones that, I appreciate yeah, because them are the ones that made me better or kept me at my top of my game, you know, because them are the ones that made me go home and get back to work, you know, dig in a little bit, you know, I love that, man. I love yeah. that. And, and you just accept it and you just learn from it. So, so you were just talking and it's a crazy job because you, you get through doing your job. You say, okay, it didn't kill me today. Let's keep going. You know? So right. what, what do you think's harder? The mental part of the game or the physical part of the game man i tell you what i the mental is probably as big a part of it as anything you know the physical mm-hmm. you've got to have the physical but when you're going hard and you're going you're busy all through the year you're hardly ever at 100 percent physical like you're usually banged up at least a little bit you know so the mental is what gets you through it the mental is what gets the job done every day, you know, cause, cause that's what separates, I think the good, the good hands and then the, the really top hands. Cause right. the top hands, you can, you can get pretty banged up and go on and still do a good job and finish your job, you know? Right. And that's where you kind of see guys, you know, like they'll do really good until they get hard, hit hard enough or, get hurt enough and then they're like, oh, they want to, they want to go sit on the sideline. You know, they want to step back. Right. And it's like, no. And and looking back as a kid, all the things that I've got to go through, you know, you know, it taught me that you can be pretty banged up and you can still go get it done. You know, if you want to bad enough, you know, and, and, and I just thank the Lord that I always wanted to bad enough, you know, like that, that want to was in me. So that's uh, awesome, man. That's you know, awesome. And, and Cody, I see Cody, you know, do that. And like when he was young, he was always wanting to get around bigger bulls and he was way, you know, really young. And I was trying to hold him back and trying to keep him safe until he got a little bigger. And he kept on me about it. And I'm like, all right, well get in here. And we're going through some bulls and, bucking some bulls and and a couple of them are a little bigger and a little bit meaner and and uh, one of them gets him down and gets him pretty good and cracks a rib and 
hurts him quite a bit, you know. And so I'm like, all right. And so I'm just looking at the next bull, and we're about to buck another bull, and Cody's still kind of bent over, and I'm like, hey, if you don't, if you can't do it, that girl over there will trade with you. You can video, and she can fight bulls, and and he's just like, oh, you know, he just gets mad and sucks it up, and and goes on and finishes the day, you know, but. You know, it was the same. It was kind of the same that I got passed down to from the guys I got to grow up around. You know, it's like, if you really want to do this, it's, this is the reality of it. And you mm-hmm. got to suck it up and, you know, and try a little harder and, you know, and live with it, you know, and do it. See, I, I, I love that because the mental part of Cody, it. Like Cody, Cody can, he can be hurt worse than, you know, most people can even survive and and you won't even know he's hurt that, you know what i mean but that's that's the level of the mindset he has you know and that's why he's at the top high pain t- tolerance for yeah. sure you just have to block it so for we, what i love about the cowboy entrepreneur show is there's so many people who maybe never been in an arena are there entrepreneurs or they do different things can you describe so i'm sure most everybody watching or listening today has run in the sand on the beach you know, and that's tough to do is just run in sand. But being a bullfighter, you're running in sand that's really deep, really fresh with something coming at you really, really fast. Can you describe that? Like break it down so a novice can know what that feels like and what that's like. Well, and you know, it is challenging. It's hard to run in un- uneven dirt. Every step you take is different than the other one. You know, it's uneven. You're hitting holes. Uh, you're hitting dirt clods. So you've got to just learn how to do it and deal with it and just put it out of your mind and just know like Rex, Rex, when I was younger, we would show up somewhere and the first thing we'd look at is kind of like a barrel racer. Like what's the dirt <laughs> like, you know, Absolutely. We're, look, we're looking at the dirt and a lot of times it'd be terrible, just real deep sand or, you know, or whatever. So we're bitching about it and we're grappling about it. And Rex is like, you don't like the dirt. And I'm like, no, look at it. He goes, well, quit looking at it. It ain't changing. You got it. You know, you know yeah. you're not, it's not like they're going to change it for you. You got to get your job, you know, and so quit looking at it. And, and you know, and, and that taught us, you know, to, to quit worrying about it and just go deal with it, you know, and that's, that's like while you're at home and all them workouts you're doing when nobody's looking, if you're working out hard and you're training for that, and then you show up and the conditions are bad, it's not that big a deal. You can just adjust to it and go right on and get your job done. But if you're kind of taking it easy at home and you're kind of half-assed your workouts and you're kind of being lazy, well, that's when all them things do affect you. You know, you get there and then, you you know, you can't get your job done because the dirt ain't good enough or whatever, or it rains, you know, like, I remember one time having to work in the mud that was so deep and sticky that I actually had to take my shoes off because it was just balling up on them. So I actually fought bulls barefooted. And I was so into what I was doing, I didn't even think about it. I was just getting it done, that one bull after the other. And I get to the hotel that night, and I'm taking a bath and washing all the mud off of me, and my feet are killing me. They're all cut up on the bottom, and... You know, like they finally thawed out because it was a little bit cold that night. And, you know, you're just like, oh, man, you know. But but in the moment, you're just whatever it takes to get that job done that, in that moment, you know. And, and, of course, going through all them, and then you finally get to the big times and you get in the big buildings where things are more controlled. The dirt, The dirt is usually a lot better. Well, you just appreciate it. You know, you appreciate that a little bit more, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you had to go through what you did to get there for sure. So I remember one so, time we did a bull ride and bullfight on a parking lot, and it still had grass on it. Like, it was up in the whole <laughs> city, and it still had grass and, like, lumps of concrete laying around. And, and we just built this arena and did a bull ride with a bullfight right there <laughs> one day. And, you know, Rex was like, Hey, this is it. There's no changing it. This is what we're doing today. And we're like, okay, let's go, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love that, man. It doesn't matter. You know, you just, you just do it. You just strap up and go. So can you describe to, um, 
somebody, maybe a novice fan again, or maybe one that's experienced and might want just have this question. Bullfighting is a team sport. There's three of y'all in there working the bull, protecting the rider. You're in cadence. Can you put somebody in that mindset, like on the team? What are you looking for and what are they doing when they see well, that like training? The, the, the teamwork is so key in what, what, what we're doing now, like in, in protection. And so there's three of you working together, but you're all focused. Your focus points the same, and it's the bull and what's mm -hmm. going on with him. Where is he going? Uh, what what condition the rider's in? When, when's he going to come off? Where's he going to land? And you're all just knowing where to get. And and at that right time, you know, maybe maybe I have the shot to make the first engagement with that bull. But then my, the next guy is waiting on where am I going to go with him? And so he's going to help him, help pick him off of me. You know what I mean? And then the other guy's right. going to maybe kind of grab that bull rider and help him get moving, help him get out of the way, you know? And so you just, you're, you know, there's one job and everybody knows what we need to do and what needs to happen. So it's just a matter of adjusting. You're just constantly adjusting. Uh, it kind of reminds me of football playing a zone defense where, there you, go. you know, there you, go. you know, in the middle of the play, everybody's kind of got a place, you know, a part that they're responsible for, but it's, right. you're just moving, you know, adjusting to the way how the play's developing, you know. I love that. So That's it, a great way to describe it. So are y'all talking? Well, we, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's communication going on for sure. And, the more we get used to each other, you know, like Jesse and Cody and I got to where we were probably as good a team as anybody that I ever got to work with. Just we just knew where everybody was going to be, and and like the communication was there. But if you were on the outside listening in, you probably wouldn't know what was being said. You know, it's more just like, yeah, right there, come on, you ain't, come on, right there, I was late, right there. You know, it's just. You know, we're right. communicating and we know what's going on and what we're saying, but it's not like we're having long sentences or long conversations or nothing like that, you know. Right. Because they're bucking the next one right after. It's yeah, going and fast. Just, and there's loud music you know, you're and chaos. You're, you're locked in that zone and you're just, you know, in the moment of what you're doing, just focused on that task, you know. Yeah. Describe the zone because, you know, you hear about it. And, and is it like a tunnel that you just see the next one coming or what is it? It's, it's just this great place you want to be, you know, like you're totally yeah. in the moment. You're not thinking about yesterday. You're not thinking about even later today or tomorrow. You're just totally focused in that moment and just locked into that bull. Like you can just see, it's almost like everything slows down. You know, and you yeah. can just see things awesome. happen and you, you can feel it, you know, and, and it's just, it's just an awesome place to be. And it's, it's, once you get there, you just try to hold that and don't let anything distract you. Don't let anything get you, you know, get you out of that moment, you know, and, uh, and it's and it, like having, like being with Cody, being with Jesse, them guys you're used to, it's like, you can help each other get there. Yeah. You know, like, oh, really? Okay, cool. And then you just cool. kind of stay there and you enjoy it so much. You just want to keep, keep doing it, you know? And, and, uh, it, it, you know, like that, I read a book one time and it was about like athletes and stuff and it's called the mind gym and it talks about the mental game, but it talks about like fear, you know, either is in the past or the future because it's either, Fear of what might happen or fear of Love what that, happened man. yesterday. But if you're in that moment, in that zone, there's no real fear because you're just totally, totally locked into what you need to do. And and that's that's really where you want to be, you know. I love that, man. So so when we come back from break, uh, we're going to find out what it takes to get in the zone. Is it the first bull or is it as soon as you pull up in the parking lot? So we'll be right back on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show with Frank Newsom. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. 
Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA, Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Hello, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I want to tell you about a product I've tried and I love and I feel the Cowboy Entrepreneur audience will as well. It's Rebellious Infusions. Rebellious Infusions, they're little packets of flavor. And you know, it gets hot in South Texas, over 100 degrees every day. And I like my water, but it's water. So I use these infusions, put them in my water. It makes it cold. It's great flavor, zero sugar, zero calories. It's pure energy infusions, rebellious infusions. Go to drinkrebellious.com or on all social media platforms, Drink Rebellious. Hi, and welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen with Frank Newsom, and we're talking about getting in the zone and what that's like. So, so Frank, when did you get in the zone? Because that's a really rare kind of deal to be that tunnel focused. Was it after the first bull? Was it the first hit? When did you get in there? It kind of varies, you know, like, like you leave, you work all week knowing what you're going to go do, you know, so you're putting your workout in, you know what you need to do. And then as you're traveling to that event, you know, you're dealing with life and uh, making sure you got everything dealt with. To where when you get there, you can, you know, you don't have all, all this normal stuff on your mind, you know. And, and then you get with your partner, like especially if we always love having a good locker room, you know, if the guys are in there. And, and so we're just, you know, jacking with each other or we're, talking bulls or, uh, you know what I mean? Just trying to get each other and maybe have, maybe even there's times when it was serious, maybe something bad in one of the guys' life and we're trying to deal with that right then, you know, and, and then, you know what I mean? It's all about getting to our best in that arena. And sometimes it happens quick, you know, and then you're just trying to keep each other motivated all the way through the night. Because then bull ridings can get long, and uh, a lot of them TV breaks to break up the action, you know. And and so you're just trying to keep each other locked in. Uh, sometimes it is like we would, we had this saying like, "Come on, let's go get some hair on us," you know. Like <laughs> it's just trying to get in that place where like I want to go get locked into this bull and get my hands on it, and, and you know try to get in that place where I know I'm effective, you know, and uh you know and like lucas we got to mess with him and sometimes you can have maybe it's a ranked set of bulls out that night and maybe you know you're just having trouble getting to that moment and and one night i just look over at lucas i'm like man we're gonna get underneath one tonight we're gonna get all the crap hooked out of us tonight you know and i mean lucas is he just kind of looked at me like uh you know I'm (laughs) i'm like come on Man, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Come on, and then that kind of got you know got us to that reality that it, we may it may go that way, but we're gonna go at it hard, 
and we're going to go at it with our very best, you know, and then, and next thing you know, when you get into that state of mind, you're, you know what I mean? You're dealing with that yeah. and you're more in that moment. And the more aggressive you can be and the more confident you can be, the safer you are, you know, cause yeah. you got to get yourself out of that mindset of what might happen. Cause that's going to make you hesitate. It's going to make you question, you know, have too many questions. So it's about that aggressive, you know, knowing the reality of it might get real bad tonight, but we're going to go at it hard. Let's go. We're yeah. all in it together. And that's just ways that, and if you're around guys long enough, you develop them kind of relationships, you know, to where you kind of can tell like if, if Lucas or Jesse, you know, if they're having trouble getting there and then, man, I need to go jack with that guy a little bit. I need to go. And then, and then in return, like if I'm, if I'm struggling, maybe Cody's going to jack with me a little bit. And help yeah, me I love that, how y'all lift yeah. each other up, but it's yeah. so addictive to be in that rare space where everything is clicking just perfect. Oh, and it's moving it's so fast. It's awesome. When things like, <laughs> say you bought 50 bulls that night and, and you're, working and you're trying and everybody's locked in, but there may be only two or three bulls where it really just works just right. And it's just like, Oh, that was so awesome. And that, that, that in that moment, you're just craving that again. So you're just trying to keep it, you know, and, and it, it's a lot like of that it takes, one, it takes the right bull too, you know, it takes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because a lot of times you can get into a set of bulls that are just really good at bucking and nothing really happens. Well, you right. kind of get kind of lulled down or lackadaisical or whatever, and you're kind of like too laid back. But if you get in them hot bulls that are testing you and trying you and, and throwing, throwing things at you that you're not ready for, that's when you really get to be your best, you know, and that's what, a lot of times, if you're ready, that's what's going to help you get get in that zone, you know. And ah, there's nothing better, you know. Riding horses for me, whenever that horse and I are working that cow, just perfect. All three yeah. animals are locked in. It's so great. Or a golfer with that perfect swing, that one time out of the 18 holes brings yeah. him back, you know. And yeah. it, it's such a great, great time, you know. Well, we um, call it getting fed, you know. Like that's that's what <laughs> love that. That's what feeds you that moment. You know, like we do it to make a living. I bring the money home for my family. We got bills to pay, all that. But right. that's what that's what feeds you. That 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 challenge and, and everybody's right on time and the teamwork. That's what kept me going for so long. Man, I love that. I love that. And I, I remember we were talking off camera. I, I don't remember when it was, but you were talking about a quote and you said, um, when somebody get in the, gets in a jam in a bull riding, your instincts just take over and you just simply say to yourself, I need to help. Would oh, you yeah. mind explaining that? It's such a simple sentence, but it's really so complicated because the way you help somebody is you save their life. Well, and I think it's it's kind of like what you said about that horse, that cutting horse, you know, like you mm -hmm. can get him broke and you can you can get him riding around really good, but <clears> you can't put that in him. Right. want to feel that cow. Like he's got to kind of have that in him. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I think and just like back when I was stuck first starting all them great, them guys that could ride bulls really good. Like they, they weren't afraid. It wasn't like they were scared, but like they couldn't make their self want to go save somebody. And I just think that, I think that that's something that's in you. Like they would try, they would try their hardest to get in there close enough to make them saves. But, you know, it just wasn't in them to go all the way in there and want to get all the way in there. And I think, I think it's kind of something that's either in you or it ain't. You right. Know? And obviously you can train and learn and learn how to do stuff to where you're better at it. But I really think that, that just instinct to want to get there and want to save somebody, I think it's either either in you or it ain't. Yeah, I think it's a fine line between being pretty good and being great. You know, yep. it's that extra little bit. And and that's what separates, you know, you from a lot of people and and uh you know saves a lot of lives for sure. So so let's tell a fun story on the road. 
So someone that's never been on the road in our industry, in the Western industry, give somebody a story. Take them back. What is it, what is it like driving the truck down the highway at three in the morning? Give us a story. Well, and you're just, a lot of times you're, a lot of my career I was by myself, you know, and uh, just when you're, of course, if you're riding bulls, you can jump in with a bunch of guys and, and split their driving up. But a lot of times rodeoing, fighting bulls, you know, you're on your own, you know. So I was by myself a lot. and I just remember being so tired. And so, you know, you're just driving and driving and driving. And you're like, oh, I just want it to be over. I just ready to be there, you know. And actually, one time I, I must have dozed off. <laughs> actually woke up doing about 80 going off an exit, you know. Oh, I was no. right in the middle of the road. But I was just like, oh, Lord, thank you. You know, I'm just glad I'm not dead or, you know, whatever. And But then, like, if if there was, it got to where later, say, like, me and Cody, we were going to a lot of, a lot of the same events, so we were traveling together. And you just, you know, you love being around each other, but then you kind of get on each other's nerves and, you know, and you're just jacking with each other. And, uh, you know, like Cody, he's a lot younger than me, so we're in the, Stay in the hotel room and and uh, say I'm being too loud or or like if I had to get up and go to the restroom middle of the night and Cody would you know he was just about to go to sleep and say I woke him up or whatever and he's like oh you know and you're just constantly kind of kind of getting on each other's nerves you know and and uh, kind of pointing out things about each other that you know stuff you know just fun stuff yeah. but. Uh, but it makes those memories, you know, going down the road and you, you just never know, you know, what's, what's around the corner. How, how oh, many yeah. miles do you think on a, on a busy year, how many miles did you put on your truck or your van or your car? Man, I remember like one year I put 110,000 miles on a truck, you know, and that was back when I was rodeoing, you know, and just really going and going. And um, The new truck I have now, of course, it got to where we were flying quite a bit and but the new truck I had now, we I got it like in April, and I don't know, not very. I guess by maybe in a year, I put twenty five thousand miles on it. You know, me and Cody oh. just going to bull rides, and that was still flying quite a bit. You know, so wow. uh, you can sure wear a lot of trucks out. I, I think back to how many trucks I wore out. You know, and it's just crazy. You know. Yeah. That's the part about rodeo. You know, it's all over the place all the time, you know, and just to try and keep up like what you did on a, on a professional level, it's, it's a job just coordinating the job. Well, and that's what me and my wife were talking about. You know, I retired in May, so I've been home, you know, starting a welding business and been working and, and she just can't realize how much the less amount of stress she has, you know, and, and me too is just, not having to think about where do I got to go? How do I got to get there? You know, every, and when you're really going, you're just in that mindset of always, always going to another event. You know, how mm -hmm. am I going to get there? How am I getting there this week? Uh, what do I got to do? I got to meet somebody somewhere and jump in with them or uh, just all these, you're just always in that state of mind. And like now, and I always, and I always said that, like, and I was talking about pain like physical pain, it's amazing what you get used to, you know, like, you know, getting used to dealing with on an everyday basis. But with her, I think it was stress, you know, like it's amazing what she got used to. And she didn't realize it until now I've been home all this time and it's just normal life now. And it's a good thing, you know, Yeah. but it, it's a, it's definitely challenging, you know, it's, it'll test you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to talk about the, your last event and how you helped somebody kind of goes back to your saying. And then I want to talk real quickly about some of that introduced us. But at the last event, you were supposed to go out and you were going to retire. And then one of your youngsters that you've been working with needed some help. And you went back to your motto, just just help. And could you would you mind sharing that story? Well, and we were at the finals there in Fort Worth at the Dickies Arena. The UBF had a uh freestyle bullfight their their finals and they had it going on during the during the day at a 
a portable arena outside Dickey's Arena on the parking lot under a tent. And uh, we were just trying to be involved. You know, Cody was over there with me. We were just helping out, helping them young guys out. But uh, Ryan Fryser, I've known him since he was young. You know, he, his dad and I fought bulls together way back when I was just starting. And then he he brought Ryan to my, several of my schools when he was young. And the kid always had so much talent and just loved it so much and was just a good student. And then, you know, he kind of got – as he got older, he kind of got off on the wrong wrong track and got into some drugs and some bad habits. Well, then he calls me, you know, and and he kind of helped walk him through it, you know, help him get away from that. Right. And then I'm putting on a UBF school or camp down there in Fort Worth, and Ryan comes to it, and he's been sober, but he's still dealing with a lot of the the – you know, the scars from it, his body, you know, just not moving the way it should. And, but he's working so hard and, you know, and like, and so I just, I really started pouring into him at that camp, you know, and then I tell him to go home and put to work all this stuff and I just keep doing right. And, and your body's going to start moving, you know, your, your coordination is going to come back. And, and so it was like a, maybe a month and a half, later that he was at the you know at the ubf bill there in at fort worth and, and and he's like man i've been working so hard and i can feel it coming back and he just had this fire about him you know and and so i was like you know i wanted him to do good and so i was there and the pin of bulls he drew into were a very very dangerous set of bulls like i could tell they were young but they were big mm. and just they had that fresh we call it fresh freshness right. about them and they, they it was gonna be i was worried to say the least so anyways when it was his turn i was outside the pen and uh he started a great fight was just really doing really good and there at the end that bull caught him and threw him up in there and he landed in a bad place and the bull got on top of him and like that bull had that freshness about him so he's really trying to you know, he's trying to kill him. I mean, he's, he's mm -hmm. that kind of bull. Next thing you know, I just, I'm over the fence and I'm heading that way. And the bull picks his head up and comes and, and there's other, the other guys are trying to help too, you know, but anyways, he gets me caught against the fence and, and hurts me mm -hmm. pretty bad. And anyways, I had to go to the hospital and, uh, turned out to be nothing too bad, but I wasn't able to finish the final. So, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is, you know, like, it, you know, a lot of thoughts go through your head because the way you planned it, you know, you planned on finishing the finals and then this happened. And so you're like, oh, you know, and you're so frustrated, but then it finally just set into me. It's like, hey, this is the life. This is, there's no guarantees in this life, you know, of, of doing this and and i'm not gonna regret it you know and right and this guy like ryan's doing great he's doing good he's he he had to take a lot of time off to heal and the other day he got to go back and work. he's been working so hard working every day getting stronger and healing another day he's back in the arena fighting bulls doing good it's awesome you man. know and it's awesome. so like i'm just like you know i'm not gonna have any regrets about this at all you know and i got to i've got to have a great career it didn't end like i wanted it to but that's fine it ended well it's supposed you to know be. you you helped save a life and your instincts took over and you just helped that was your quote and you've done it you know and and that means everything and I'm so glad a, a mutual friend of ours introduced us, Dr. Harry Anderson with Total Feeds. You know, he he told me about you and oh, my goodness, he was just talking um, so so well of you. And I couldn't wait for us to enter, get to meet. And uh, so glad he did. And I know well, he's very special in your life, too. Oh, and Harry, like get, whenever I got to get with him and the Total Feed deal and he's been such a big part of our family, like get, yeah. helping us with that. You know, and, and it's it's allowed, you know, expenses pile up. And just with that sponsorship, he's allowed 
you know, it just allowed, it just covered a lot of expenses for us. And, and it's a great product. Like, yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't think nothing else, you know, yeah. and I love the way the horses do on it. Even back when I was training horses, it just seemed like they had that good, strong energy, but it wasn't that nervous or that right odd energy, you know, that some of that other feed will give them. And, uh, yeah. the goats, my son, he's raising goats and, and awesome. Harry's got him hooked up on the total goat and the goats do great on it. You know, so good. well, he's uh, a good man, but it's a great company for sure. And it is and, uh, it, it just good people, you know, for sure. And, and Frank, I want to thank you for being on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I know everybody loved listening and watching. I sure did. And, and uh, can't wait to have you back and hopefully get to see you down the road soon. Sounds good, Scott. And I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, everybody, for watching the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. God bless you guys. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA, Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Hello, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I want to tell you about a product I've tried and I love and I feel the Cowboy Entrepreneur audience will as well. It's Rebellious Infusions. Rebellious Infusions, there are little packets of flavor. And you know, it gets hot in South Texas, over 100 degrees every day. And I like my water, but it's water. So I use these infusions, put them in my water. It makes it cold. It's great flavor, zero sugar, zero calories. It's pure energy infusions, rebellious infusions. Go to drinkrebellious.com or on all social media platforms, Drink Rebellious. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-403-4623. 800-403-4623. That's 800-403-4623. It's time to shop in the cool, relaxed comfort of the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands, conveniently located on the I-10 freeway between the Alabama and Tennessee exits. 
Bring the kids too and watch them play in the only indoor fun center. High Five Indoor Playground, where parents are welcomed on the playground. Birthday celebrations are encouraged, so make plans for some great fun at the mall. More reasons why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind.